1: and uh this week we're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to talk about a a bunch of different things our guests this week are um i like to call them the, the dynamic duo of clubhouse first of all uh second of all they have a ton of entrepreneur experience so i want to talk about some of their entrepreneur experience because i think that'll be valuable for the listeners and then we're going to have them give it we're going to talk about their presence on clubhouse that's why I want to focus kind of some of our efforts on that because we haven't really talked about Clubhouse too much on the show. And it's definitely an app out there that um, is, is is really good tool for some folks um, and is a great personal development tool. You get in the right places. There are rooms on all sorts of different topics. And as I mentioned, our guests this week are the dynamic duo of Clubhouse. They've been on it. They've been hardcore uh, from almost the beginning and have grown one of the largest clubs on Clubhouse called uh, what it takes to run a million dollar business. So if you're on Clubhouse and you're not in their club, go out and join their club, first of all. Second of all, let me welcome to the show, without further ado, Daniel Robbins and Kate Hudson. Welcome to the show, guys.
2: Hey, Ms. Abyss, thank you. <laughs> Honored to be here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I know, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's. Uh, I know we were uh, bouncing back and forth on Clubhouse. We, this has been a, uh, several months in the making, um, getting Kate and Dan on the show. But I've been looking forward to it for a while. So let's just start with that. You know, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. I know uh, between the two of you, you've done a lot of different things before um, getting to where you are with IBH
2: Media. Yes, absolutely. I actually started with e-commerce in 2012. You know, I was working full time with a skincare company. I was in Austin, Texas, in Costco. It was a Tuesday morning. It was so boring. And uh, I started started scanning stuff online. And so I fold two items a day. I bought a box and a tape from Staples and you know that $20 I scaled it to selling a uh, million after 12 months and 15 million after four months. I mean, four years after that. So that was my entrepreneurial journey right there.
1: Well, no wonder you you, uh, have a club called What It Takes to Run a Million Dollar Business because you built it in 12 months, which is absolutely amazing. What were some of the, you know, gosh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot skipped over in there and a lot of hard work, a lot of sweat, uh, blood, sweat and tears in the middle. What were some of the challenges you faced in building that e-commerce business?
2: I think running it by myself and two VA in the Philippines and using my garage as a, uh, As my warehouse, I definitely scale too fast, too soon. My team can't keep up with the growth, and that's such a dangerous game you play. That's just not long-term. So I I wish I had that mindset that as you scale, you need to have a brand new mindset and new team to embrace that growth. So that was my big mistake right there.
1: Well, it's an interesting thing you mentioned kate because i've you know in in my line of work as being a, a a fractional cfo for businesses i see that and and i'm glad you mentioned it because it does take a different mindset you know going from you know well even zero to a million is is significant growth especially in such a short period of time in only 12 months but you know even going from you know that that 1 million to 15 over four years you know, it does take a different mindset, and I, to, to as the leader of the organization, um, when you're a one, two million dollar business as opposed to being ten plus. And so, I'm glad you mentioned that because I see a lot of businesses that start to scale, and all of a sudden they are having this explosive growth, and then holy crap, the wheels are falling off. They're 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 veering off the road, like you know, and they're like, what the heck is going on? And I think that was a big part of it. What are what are some of the things that made you recognize that though?
2: Well, I, as as you know, we have more inventory, our issues are more complex, it's just way more headache to deal with. It just becomes bigger and we just can't sustain running that, you know, massive scale of that growing the e-commerce is you just need too, too many people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm, you know, that was my first business, actual business. You know, it just fall in my lap and uh, I didn't have an experience of running a business. So you could just imagine, I, I'm surprised I lasted eight years running it with no business experience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you definitely went through the school of hard knocks of running a business during those eight years, I'm sure.
2: Definitely, that de- definitely.
1: Kate, Absolutely, I, th- I think you. that sounds like a book. That sounds like a book. You have a book in you.
2: <laughs> I think I can write a book.
1: Yes. Absolutely, think no. So
2: What not to do?
1: Well, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, think about it. Uh, there are a lot of people who take take that leap, that entrepreneur leap, and they don't make it eight years, um, and they don't have the success that you had for sure. And so, you know, I think it, and it probably uh, knowing your personality, it would be you can make it pretty humorous as well because you could talk about, oh my gosh, here's guys, listen to this complete screw up I had. You know, where I did this, this, and this, and um, I think it'd be pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, I I think a big lesson for me, because I was doing it with through Amazon. Um, at the time I was definitely the right time in the right place at that, like 2012, it was like a wild wild west doing business with Amazon. Mm -hmm. But the key here, if you rely your business to be the big giant, it's just not sustainable. So it's so important for you to own your real estate. And you know, that's something I learned from Amazon doing business with Amazon. And to be honest, in 2018, the day before our flight to our wedding in the Philippines, Dan and I, they suspend my account. So you could just imagine at uh. one point I told Dan, like, should we continue this wedding? I think I'm I have to face this. I have a half a million dollar of inventory sitting in my account. And that was our bread and butter in the beginning. And I was still doing construction and expanding our hotel business in the Philippines. So I have so many projects that are relying, that funneling that, you know, the money is coming from the e-commerce. So you can just imagine how I feel. It was like, I don't know what to do.
1: Oh man, I can't imagine And talk about terrible timing. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the emotions uh, that were, you know, going through your, your head. Both of both, both you guys dealing with that right before your wedding, I man, oh man. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I feel the same way. I mean, I think, as you mentioned, relying on one, you know, giant. I know a lot of people who run their business, and, and again, and mostly e-commerce, they do everything is on either Google ads or everything's on Facebook ads. And that's fine, and you can make that work. But at some point, they could pull the plug on that, right? All of a sudden, Facebook decides that the type of business you run, they don't allow the advertising on your platform. And if that is your, you know, the sole source of all of your lead generation, all of a sudden you are absolutely screwed. Um, or in your case, if, you know, they decide to suspend your account or whatever. So, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. So did you, what did you decide to do? Did you just kind of put it aside and say, look, let's just do the wedding and I'll, I'll deal with it after?
2: Yeah, so basically, I uh, you know, I feel bad. Just getting my friend bought a business class flying to Asia. I can't just cancel the wedding. <laughs> right. Thank God I paid all of it already. We paid, dude. everything's taken care of. So all, literally all we have to do is show up. So I have to, I really have to talk to myself, like, okay, I'm just gonna be present for the next eight days and I'll just, I literally just numb my brain. I will said, you know, I'll figure out when I come back. So yeah. we did have a great time, but it was very difficult. There's some moments that uh, if I'm in a quiet sitting and thinking about it right. and I was like, okay, let's go back to the fun things. Yeah, so yeah. it was very difficult.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Well, again, this week we're talking with uh, Kate Hudson and Dan Robbins. You can find out more about and we're going to talk more about uh, their current business. Uh, one of the current businesses is IBH Media. You can find it at IBHmedia.co. Come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio.
2: Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities.
3: With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business.
2: Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Checkoff Your List at CheckoffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live.
1: Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business.
0: Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. And it's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this week's tip is this it's going to sound a little harsh. Brace yourself. You can't fire bad employees fast enough, they erode morale and kill overall performance. Think about it. If you have, think about how your strong performers over time will react when you have a terrible employee. And, and, and that comes in a lot of different definitions, right? A terrible employee could be someone with a crappy attitude that's just dragging everyone else down. It could also be someone, Who's who uh, just isn't cutting the mustard, right? They're just not uh, pulling their weight. Think of the impact that has on the rest of your team, especially some of your strong performers, when they see, first of all, they're probably picking up the slack for that person. And or it, even if their work is okay, but their attitude is crappy, they're probably, you know, if you have strong performers, they're the ones going around trying to pick everyone back up, right? So they, that there's a burden there that gets put on your stronger performers. And over time, if you don't take action on that, They're going to get kicked off. They're going to end up leaving you. And now what are you left with? You know, you you lost strong performers, and you're left with some of the crappy ones because you didn't have the fortitude to take action. And I don't, you know, you got to give people a chance, right? You got to give them the feedback. You got to be very transparent. Let them know where they're falling short. Give them some opportunities to correct that. But if they they don't do it, you got you got to take action quickly because again, it can really, really, really start to erode things. And I know, especially in today's labor market being as tight as it is it's it's difficult it's a difficult decision to make but i'll tell you uh the you'll see the weight that gets lifted not only off yourself but also your overall team when you get rid of someone who is that really bad performer it's you know as they say addition by subtraction so uh so that's the mr biz tip of the week this week let's get back into talking with kate hancock complete faux pas on my part i apologize kate I, I, I was t- somehow thinking we had the actress Kate Hudson on the show and it's Kate Hancock and Dan Robbins. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more. Um, let's go into what you do with IBH Media.
2: Dan, do you wanna start?
3: Yeah, why don't you go ahead and then uh, I can jump in.
2: Yes, absolutely. So IBH Media, that's that stand for Inspired by Her. So that's one part of the media company is a mastermind. So what we do is we help entrepreneurs tools, transform their business, scaling up strategies and help them grow as a leader and as a person.
3: Yeah. And then it, it was really all started with the, with last year, like Kate was saying, um, when COVID hit, a lot of stuff was shut down. We got thinking like, what are we going to do next? because we have quite a bit of time. A lot of our businesses were involved with things that were on the on the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And we said, we wanna impact 100 million entrepreneurs. And it really started with a media company around uh, podcast and how do we get to this 100 million mark. But what we found is leveraging, uh, like Kate was saying, our audience. And as we built the audience, we figured what things can we provide? What services can we provide and that's where the mastermind came in. But on the flip side, I've been doing PR for Kate and for the companies that we've had um, since you know, eight years ago, nine years ago. And so people have come to us and said, hey, I would also like some, I want to get in some publications. I want to build, uh, you know, when you search my name, I want things to come up. And I just didn't have the time, we were just so busy. But with the fact that a lot of our stuff was on shutdown and we didn't know for how long, we started the ability to actually bring in clients. So I went back to people and said, hey, you were looking for the service, are you still open? And so what we do is we basically get them featured into top tier media publications, and uh, which could be mostly it's written publications, but it could be uh, TV, it could be speaking engagements, podcasts, guesting, things like that. And now we've even added in the fact that we're gonna train people in media and then we've also recently just gotten an actual TV show on Fox, which is pretty cool. So we wanna highlight additional people that we've met, entrepreneurs, stuff like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and talk to me about um, your three P's. I know you'd like, one of the things you guys do with IBH is you amplify the brand and media with the three three P's. What are your three P's, Dan?
3: Yeah, so that's uh, publications, podcast guesting, and public speaking. So those are the three things that I really focused on with Kate and then myself and then the businesses that we had. So I figured since we built those relationships and that's kind of been our expertise for for this time, we might as well now open it up because if we can do that with Kate or myself, you can do that with anyone, it's, it's the same process.
1: Yeah, and so I, I also want to mention too, I think it's one thing I was, when I was doing some show prep and, and digging into what you guys do with IBH Media is um, you guys give 10% of your profits uh, away. Well, you tell us a little bit about that and that mission
3: yeah so something that we we've always helped people in the philippines that's where kate's from um like we have a business there and part of that business even the business in the us we give uh footwear to kids and we've always gone every year and give hundreds or thousands of this uh, flip-flops and footwear to these kids food other things like that so we've always helped people there but what we wanted to do is we really wanted to help People become entrepreneurs because that's really how you build the economy right a lot of people in the Philippines are known for these freelancers VA's but they're not really known for the having entrepreneurs and business owners so we do is we wanted to create a fund and an ability to invest in whether through mentorships or even money uh, in at first it was businesses owned by women but we've expanded that um, it was women in tech and now we, we, we're going into other things, but it's really helping out these future entrepreneurs in the Philippines really create businesses, maybe even the next unicorn.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Love to hear uh, missions like that. Love to hear about philanthropy and also, you know, obviously I like to highlight that whenever we have a guest on who's involved in things like that. And, uh, you know, like you said, you, you're you're helping the future entrepreneurs and not only that, not only monetarily, but, you know, I'm sure when some of these folks you help um, you can help them again you know as we were talking earlier kate's uh, school of hard knocks business uh, lessons that she's learned over the years can help a lot of these women as they're getting started out
3: yeah we definitely found that it wasn't money as the biggest driving force it was the knowledge the mentorship they just don't have somebody like you're saying kate especially somebody that looks like them that's been a big thing is it's always somebody that looks like me helping people in the philippines yeah but it's not somebody from the philippines that looks like kate who grew up there helping people in the philippines so i think that's been such a big part and i don't want to speak for her but i know that's something that even you know touches my heart is it's it's so inspiring and motivating when it's somebody who looks like you who's been through you that can help you and show you that you can get out of the situation you're in so that's been a big part is really been that mentorship the highlighting you know definitely Getting Kate out there to show them that they can do it.
1: Yeah, I can imagine, and I think that's a that's that's a very real um, a real thing, Dan. And as you said, no offense to you, Dan, but you don't look like you're from the Philippines. Um, <laughs> neither do I. Uh, but no, I think that is really important. Is is um, for you know a lot of minorities, regardless whether it's you know folks from the Philippines, African Americans, etc. It is, you know, like you said. Usually, it's it's someone that looks like me or you, Dan. That's that's trying to help these folks, and it's just not. I don't think the message resonates nearly as well, uh, and, unless or until it's from someone again who looks like them and, and can resonate with their background, et cetera. I think that's uh, super powerful and very important. Again, this week we're talking with Kate Hancock and Dan Robbins of IBH Media. You can find out more at IBHMedia.co. IBHMedia.co. Uh, definitely go out and follow them on social media. Daniel Robbins, Kate Hancock, um, and on Clubhouse, which we're going to get to in this third segment, they have one of the largest clubs in Clubhouse. It's called what it takes to run a million dollar business. And as you heard, they definitely know what it takes to run a million dollar plus business. So uh, a lot of great things shared in that club.
0: Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth it's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own if you're looking for help with automation Pulse Technology CRM can help we have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation we will build everything for free even if it's a sophisticated funnel visit ThePulseSpot.com forward slash Mr. for this exclusive offer To submit questions to the show, email them to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right.
1: Welcome back to the show, Mr. Biz Radio. And we are again talking this week with uh, Mr. Dan Robbins and Kate Hancock, the dynamic duo of Clubhouse. And I know I've been talking about Clubhouse and we barely even started talking about it. So I want to focus this last segment on Clubhouse because Dan and Kate have grown a massive club, as I mentioned a couple of times, and I wanted to focus in on that. So um, let's first start with how did you guys pivot towards Clubhouse? How did you first hear about it and decide oh, maybe we should jump on here and, and start to build something?
2: Yeah, I actually saw one of the posts of Perry Bulcher, who's a marketer, if you don't know him. Mm-hmm. And he we was talking about it like this is invite only and everyone wants to get in. It's hard to get in. So I decided to sign up out of nowhere and actually somehow... One of my friends are in there and let let me in. So that was an exciting time. And to be honest, we just went in there out of curiosity. But in mm-hmm. the beginning, Mr. Biz, it was all music room, entertainment rooms, all the entertainment world. So there's really not a business category where we can have that discussion. So that was, that was early on. Dan, what's your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, I mean, same thing. It, it was... It was really interesting the rooms that were happening and I think as we started to see more internet marketers or digital marketers coming on the landscape was definitely changing and then you saw like the who's who in the business and marketing world all of a sudden were just converged in one day on this app it was pretty incredible.
1: And you guys have had, so again, they built a huge club. So again, if you're on clubhouse unit and or you're going to get on it, go out and find the what it takes to run a million dollar business club. Um, They've got, they're closing in on 100,000 members in the club, Um, ton of rooms they run out of there, Um, really good stuff. And you had a pretty cool moment that actually happened. So first of all, I know you've run some massive, long, long, long rooms, um, setting records and and whatnot. Um, And so what would would end up being the longest uh, running room you had?
2: Oh, my God. It's 85 days, 24 hours a day, <laughs> yes. seven days a week. We've impacted 810,000 entrepreneurs globally. It was run by 1,500 moderators that take turns. We have the crew from Australia, crew from UK, India. It was fascinating. I have to say, it really honed my leadership skills. Managing entrepreneurs with type A, it was fascinating, and it's the best MBA I could ever have.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And you guys also had a really cool moment um, with uh, Grant Cardone, right? So he, Grant's been on the show before. Lena has been on the show as well, and uh, Grant landed his, a, a, a an interesting uh, uh, opportunity in, in one of your rooms. Is that correct?
2: Yes, absolutely. He actually closed a movie deal live in our room during our first marathon room. And the funny thing is, while well, they were doing the the deal, someone and the room
1: that was very funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember what, what I was just getting on actually I think I think I got I, I joined the platform I think right after that happened but I remember hearing about it uh several times and I know Grant has even talked about it uh several times as well so uh super cool and of course the movie that he was in he was a security guard in the movie uh and Robert De is in the movie so now uh, I know Grant, that's something he boasts about that, you know, he was in a movie with, with uh, Robert De Niro. So uh, pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool experience for him. So I guess yeah. now, now that we know you guys are the dynamic duo of clubhouse. Um, if you would give it, give the listeners some tips, what are some things that you would suggest if you're on clubhouse, how to better utilize it?
2: Yeah, I think it, as soon as you like someone, you align with that person's value and someone that, you wanted to do business with, you got to go into scheduling a meeting right away or else you're just going to waste your time. I mean, we've made a mistake of running hours and hours with no goal, which is, I would not recommend you doing because then you'll just waste all that time and time is money, right? But definitely set up a meeting right away and get to know the person and build relationship and you'll never know what that relationship ends with. And uh, we've been doing it the last few months and it's been really doing well
1: for Dan and I yeah and I will I will forewarn you guys one thing I will um, you know that you got to be careful of if you're anything like Mr. Biz um, I have been pinged into a couple of for me late night rooms with Dan and Kate um, after hours rooms and perhaps I should not have gone into these rooms because I perhaps I've been partaking in some adult beverages uh, and I think I probably provided a little bit too much entertainment for some of the people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the
3: chill night rooms. Yeah, I mean, if you're chill talking night about room. business, when you talk about business all day long, I mean, it's like overload for your brain. So yeah, sometimes at night we would kind of like switch to the chill night room.
1: Yeah, yeah i i remember uh popping into a few of those on uh you know like a friday evening maybe even a saturday evening and you know it's 11 o'clock for you guys it's 2 a.m for me and it's like i've been up you know a long time and <clears throat> maybe had a few old beverages um so <laughs> uh always interesting always interesting um so what are some other things you think uh, it, well so first of all what do you think uh clubhouse what is that platform now that you've been on it for uh, such a time and have such a presence on there What do you think it is uh, the business people are best geared towards Clubhouse? Who who would best um, uh, benefit from it, I guess you should say?
2: Yeah, I I think we have a wide range of audience. I I have to say, when the the app launched, we have amazing and quality entrepreneurs who are in it. I think right now, it's a lot of startups. So, again, you got to make sure you strategize your, your time so you're not wasting your time. But once in a while, there's about 1% that are really amazing entrepreneurs. You just got to be, you know, again, it's a super niche, right? You just got to find where they hang out. But we're lucky enough that we build a strong culture under our club. Everyone knows the expectations. And we tend to have the high-caliber entrepreneurs hanging out in our room. So I have to say, it took us a while to build it. It was worth it. But, again, be focused and have a goal of your time in there.
1: Yeah, I think that's super important. And, and the other thing I'll tell you, I think could, could be a benefit for some people is that if you are one of those folks that you, maybe you're a, an entrepreneur and you need to you know, put yourself out there a little bit more, maybe you get nervous doing public speaking, maybe you know you need to do more of it, you need to put yourself out there more with that type of thing, Clubhouse is a fantastic opportunity to do that. Because it's it, for those unfamiliar, it's it's audio only. So, and you're on, you're, you're literally, I call it being on stage, you're on stage and know, a lot of these rooms have hundreds of people in the room. So think about how many opportunities you would have to speak, quote unquote, in front of hundreds of people. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's a little easier because you don't have all the eyes on you being up on a, on a live stage. But it, I think it gives folks an opportunity to practice some of their public speaking skills as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. About Dan, what's the average listening time? is like 15 to 20 minutes and easily for an hour if you maximize your time you have 1500 people listening to you so you know what are the chances of you being on stage with 1500 people listening to you in an hour so that's definitely something massive in, in that scale of utilizing audio app but mm-hmm. um i remember in the beginning we we already have 50,000 listeners in a day so um You could use it as a research and development. You can ask questions about your next strategy. There's a lot of things you can utilize Clubhouse. Even up to this day, you just have to make sure you look for the right room for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, NFTs, if you don't know what NFTs are, there are a ton of NFT rooms. You could learn about crypto. You could learn about all sorts of different things. The music industry, entertainment, dating, like there's all sorts of different things. So uh, definitely if you haven't, check it out. And when you do check it out, make sure you go out and, and join the What It Takes to Run a Million Dollar Business Club. Uh, Dan and Kate, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time here. Time flies by when you're having so much fun here, but really appreciate you guys coming on.
2: Well, we're honored to be here and thank you. It's just a fun uh, just talk.
3: I know, thank you, Mr. Biz.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Honored. Appreciate it, guys. So, again, uh, Kate Hancock and Dan Robbins. You can find out more at ibhmedia.co, ibhmedia.co. Follow them on social media as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week. And don't
0: forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit mrbizsolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.